This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everybody, welcome to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. Um, thanks for everybody's um, support lately. We've um, gone past 150,000 downloads, which blows my woo, tiny mind. Wait, that's, that's, that's my guest in the background saying woo, I'm not throwing my voice. <laughs> um, so it's a, today, today's a funny one. So essentially I had two guests booked this week and I, ha- I had to cancel on both of them because I have to be a fancy fecker and go to London Fashion Week. So... I asked my best friend to step in. You've heard of you've heard, you've heard from her before, Andrea Doyle. Welcome back. Thank you. Andrea came on before to talk about online dating, and what she's going to do today is because I get questions the whole time on the private education podcast Instagram, uh, asking me about my personal life or asking me for advice. And a lot of the time, when I get an, a, a message asking for advice, I don't have time to give the full length answer. If you know what I mean, like I don't have time to write. A full reply. Like, I, you know, I can write back and say, thanks so much for listening or whatever, but I can't write, okay, this is what you need to do in your relationship and here's five paragraphs. Would you try this or would you try that? Exactly. So I put a question box up yesterday and I asked for people to to ask me questions, whether it's something about me or something that you want to ask my advice on. Um, Not that I have any particular expertise, but... (laughs) <laughs> but here we are <laughs> so what's going to happen is Andrea very kindly stepped in and is going to kind of interview me in a way the questioner becomes the questionee <laughs> are you did nervous? you have that planned no because that was brilliant <laughs> are you nervous I know not at all okay. no are you nervous no <laughs> <laughs> she is <laughs> no um and actually just as a ma- as a side note um scout is here again today asleep on cassie's lap distracting angel. the crap out of me uh, she is a sweet baby angel <laughs> and andrea is um still celebrating and pr- possibly gently buzzed are you a little bit drunk right now it'd be rude to say i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> it'd be lying it would. um because she's just been made an official doctor of medical physics Dr. Dre. It's a fish. It's official. Because yeah. like it's been unofficial for years. I've been yeah, calling it that for a long nervous, time. Just in case I jinx myself. Yeah. We <laughs> you were. All the time. Yeah. You'd be always like, don't talk, don't call me that. No, what I if I jinx down. it? Yeah. But no, the jinxing did not happen. The universe no. is on your side and you are now officially a doctor and I am making you come on my sex podcast. So. Look. Stranger things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. So let's get into it. We have questions. We're going to keep them anonymous. Um, I have briefly glanced at them um I haven't really come up with any answers and Andrea is going to start asking me and we're going to see where we go from there okay over to you back to you in studio Sharon here I am (laughs) right we'll start with something fun oh shit okay so some advice okay um how do you get over a relationship that ends due to circumstances example distance when neither of you wanted to end etc okay so that has never really happened to me. Okay. Um, I have always wanted to end relationships that have ended. <laughs> I've never been like, oh, I don't want this to end. You're so lovely, uh, but you're moving. That has never happened. Okay. But, um, I mean... I can imagine it, it's really hard because if you're ending because of circumstances, you, yeah. there's nothing wrong. No. Well, but, but I mean, I don't, I don't know why it has to end then. If both parties are fully invested in the, in the relationship, okay, 
distance can work. Yeah, and you had, uh, was it Fanula you had on talking about? Uh, who was, it was Orla McConnell. Orla McConnell, yeah. Yeah, she came on and she was, uh, she had a long distance thing for a good while. And actually Fanula had a long distance thing yeah. too. We talked briefly about it. She was um, long distance with her, her fella for a while. Um, so my my sense here, like unless it's literally like I'm moving to Australia and you are, and I'm living there forever and you live in Ireland and you're living there forever. Yeah. And neither party is willing to compromise on their, um, like place of of you know where yeah. where they want to live. Then I mean that's obviously difficult. And but at the same time, the relationship is ending because you want different things. Yes. So you in in a sense, you do want it to end because you're not willing to compromise for each other. Okay. Do you get me? Yeah. Like so, if both parties are in agreement and both parties are like, look. I adore you and I'll do whatever it takes to make this relationship work. Yeah. You know, then you're not breaking up. You're you're doing long distance. Yeah. And I suppose the... the Is that harsh? I feel like that's very no, harsh. No, no. And I suppose the person that's um, written in, we've no idea the age or anything like that. So maybe long distance is... Maybe they're a little bit younger. So long distance is something they would have considered. I think that's something that people generally a little bit more mature would have. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, better kind of grasp on yeah or a little bit older purely for like almost financial reasons at times yeah flights and that kind of thing that kind of logistics okay well i don't know like helped i think Um, like i don't know i i think it it, like if no if neither party wants to attempt long distance it's just a case of you're gonna have to just move on and yet like it'd be like breaking up with it's, it's almost like breaking up with someone who when you didn't want to break up with them yes do you know what I mean? But both parties, but might, both feel parties like might feel that way. So you just, you'll have to move on the same way you'd move on from any other heartbreak, I suppose. Yeah, and is, it could be hard because if they're moving to a new place and you're friends on social media and that kind of thing, you see them starting a new life. It that depends might, who's ooh, the mover or the movie. That's a good idea. Do block you know? them on social. Yeah. Or not block them, mute them. Movie, mean. Mute Sorry. them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mute them. Mute them. Yeah. Um, because that's, but at the same time, isn't it kind of serendipitous, serendip- not serendipitous. You said that earlier and now I'm, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> Inception. Isn't it kind of good that, like, sometimes I've wished, I don't know if anyone else feels this way, I've often wished that my ex would leave the country. I mean, that's how I deal with breakups. I do you know what I mean? sever them like a limb. Yeah. And pretend the person's never existed. But you never have to see them again if they've left the country. Yeah. If they've literally or moved country. If you have, fresh start. Totally. So look at it that Embrace way. Embrace it. Embrace it. As best you can, which Go is on. hard if you're heartbroken, but, you know, treat it as a fresh start. Yeah. And... Focus on yourself for a while as well. Start there. Start like doing things that are just about you. Be yeah. real selfish. Like I think we should like reframe what selfish means. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Do because you know what I mean? I think people, yeah, I don't, don't think selfish is the right word. I think we need a new word because yeah. they're selfish as in, you know, somebody that's doing it to be nasty. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. There's and that and connotation. The yeah. 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 yeah, but um, I think we need, self-care doesn't quite cut it though because no. that kind of, every time I hear self-care just because of advertising in the media, I always think face mask and yeah. oh, that's Which not what self-care nonsense. is. Yeah, no. We need some middle ground. But anyway, do. find that we'll middle ground. To, we'll come up with a word. And do you. Do you, do you, literally, uh, yeah, you're going to have to get used to doing yourself. <laughs> just for a bit. Yeah, just for a while. And leading on from that. Yeah, hit me. Um, There is a question here. How do you meet normal guys? I'm not into <laughs> Tinder. I just want to meet someone or- organically. I'm with you, sister. And I've been asking Ashton this for so long. <laughs> so, um, okay, I have a theory. I don't have any practical advice because... My theory, my theory kind of explains why I don't have any practical advice. Like I don't have like take up a hobby, join a golf club, go on nights out because no, absolutely not. Like if you're going to meet someone, my theory on it is make yourself really, really, really happy being single. Like do do exactly what you want to do all day, every day. Go to the gym, go out your friends if you want to just stay in and cook nice meals, read books, do whatever it is that makes you completely fulfilled, like being completely happy and comfortable and, and you know, just, yeah, selfish. Well, TBC on the new word for selfish, but make yourself completely happy solo and try not to focus on finding someone as an activity like try not to to focus on finding a a partner as like something to tick off your to-do list yeah and I'm going to intervene here just for a second you keep that train of thought but I know as as a person who was currently living my life that way you know what I mean like that was something that I wanted and it was something I really wanted so when people were like oh why don't you do things that you want 
well, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> what I want is. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as somebody who has eventually listened to that advice. <laughs> Thank God. Enjoyed myself mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways, especially since, I, well, things have changed for me lately, but like just really embracing the summer to have good fun. Mm-hmm. Things, things happen, you yeah. know? So I would say give it a go before before the rest of your advice. But I would. I wouldn't just like kind of, you know, be like, oh, yeah, it's not for don't me. Dismiss Definitely that. give it a go. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is as well, it sounds it like, obviously, like, come on, I'm in a relationship. Like, it sounds like, oh, it's easy for me to say, just don't think about it too hard. Like, that sounds totally wanky, to be honest. But I have seen it time and time again. When you stop looking for it and when you start focusing on just being happy, like that's all it is. It's not being happy by yourself. You don't like if if finding someone to love and, and be loved by, that's such a positive thing. That's not a negative thing. It's yeah. not it's not that I'm saying pretend you don't need it and pretend you don't want it and then you'll find it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like don't make it an activity. Don't make it a something yeah, something that's like you want to tick off a list because if you put focus on it like that, it's not something that you can control. So by putting it on a list like that in, in your mind or whatever, um, you're taking like you haven't got you haven't got control on that. So you'll no. just frustrate yourself because you're thinking it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. Um, and if you don't want to do online dating, that's fine. I also, also think another that's kind of my theory, but I have another adjoining an, an adjacent theory to that, which is like, you know, because some of my really really amazing friends are single and they say to me like there's no guys out there or there's no girls out there that are my equivalent right and I'm like absolutely not if you think about it this way if you've got look at your friend group if you've got one or two friends that are single and they're like 10 out of 10 really funny like have loads going for them really smart they have great careers they're like sassy and whatever or like no matter what characteristics they have if they're amazing there is an equivalent single guy out there somewhere like I always think it balances out eventually I mean a lot of averages it has to know it has to has to know science yeah you know absolutely you're a scientist confirm that for me numbers it's all numbers it's just numbers statistics and numbers guys it's statistics it's not sexy but it's true (laughs) (laughs) Um, but what I will say as much as you said don't focus on nights out Mm. don't focus on that do Allow yourself, especially if you've come out of a relationship and you're trying to find somebody, mm. do allow yourself to say yes to things. Oh, be open. Be yeah. absolutely open. So, and it might seem, you know, it might not seem like a place where you might go normally or it might not seem something that you would usually do, but mm. say yes because it's in those totally. instances that you never know who you're going to run into or totally. who you might bump into or meet. But the thing is that the, the caveat to that is say yes to everything, go to everything, but don't have it in your mind. My end goal when I attend no. this event is to find someone to marry because that's going to backfire. Your marrying buddy will not be there. No, 100%. But it's just the experiences you'll have yeah. when and you're And the saying, various people yeah. you'll meet and the fact that you'll you'll see that there are people out there. Absolutely. You know? that alone. Absolutely. Say yes. Okay. Only if you want to though. <laughs> yeah. Do you say, know what I mean? Say yes. Yeah. If it's appropriate and consensual. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next question. I hope that giggle that I just did there. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I've never done that before in my life. <laughs> you liked being interviewed. That's what I'm, that's what I'm sensing. <laughs> um, I do actually. Okay. So over the guy, but miss the physical aspect. How do I get over the great sex life? <sighs> yeah. Um... God, that's a tough one, isn't it? I think so. Why do you need to get over the great sex life? That's what I want to know. What's going on? Okay, so over yeah, the guy. That's a so good... over the guy. Oh, so she's okay. So this. Oh, person... so they're broken up over the guy, but missed the physical. Sorry, we'll read that okay, again. Okay, so the girl is out of the relationship over the actual person, but misses the ride. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess the the obvious answer would be to. F- find someone else who gives you better rides that's yeah because in in my experience the older you get the better it gets and so like you know your next experience and maybe I don't believe that like great sex happens because someone else was really good at sex I think great sex happens because both parties are involved and willing and happy and capable and you know and yeah. and and willing to please the other person and all that kind of stuff and so and obviously sexual chemistry if it's there it's there and you know yeah um but I also think great sex happens when whichever party or both parties hopefully both parties kind of say express what they want and talk about what they want and 
talk about what didn't work for them and you don't have to do it in it you don't have to sit down at the end get a powerpoint out no you do not get a powerpoint out but there's ways of expressing these things and there's ways of talking about fantasies and there's ways of talking about previous encounters that you've had and like exactly. dropping hints to your partner and whoever it is that you're you're having sex with in order to for them to take the hint and make it good and so if this person that has asked me the question misses her former partner's you know way or or maybe they, maybe she misses the d maybe it was yeah, a maybe fantastic it maybe d. it was a guy and maybe it was the d or yeah maybe it was a gal and she misses the the bod or the whatever god knows like who knows but, but i just do, do you know what i mean like yeah. it, like if the, if she wants to recreate the magic that the power is in her hands yes absolutely i just wonder yeah is this somebody that's found somebody else since is this somebody saying I can't get over the great sex because I've had sex with somebody else and it's not been as good or is she or just maybe. thinking about it? Yeah, maybe. So I suppose my question following up from this is what would you, what advice would you give to this listener if she hasn't found somebody else since? Um, well, yeah, that's obviously she's going to miss the the good sex if she's currently not having much she's in a Sahara sex. situation. She's yeah. in a bit of a dry spell, which happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. It even happens to people who are in relationships. Come here. Let's not forget. But can I say, like, that great sex that you've had in the past, stick that directly in the wank bank and, and make make fantastic use of it for as long as it takes for until the next time you find someone else to, you know, give you the good loving. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> Excellent advice. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, true. Like, just because you can't physically have it anymore doesn't matter. You can't or doesn't mean you can't um, use the experience. Use the experience to your great benefit great benefit yeah okay <laughs> and then i suppose another question in yeah. that this kind of realm okay important to sexual attraction love my boyfriend of three years and want to be with him forever but feel it's gone <clears throat> okay this is a harsh this is a red flag oh dear. yeah this is a red flag okay unfortunately it's a red flag for me okay look put it this way for me a lost sexual attraction in a relationship is a red flag. Okay. Not for everyone. Like different people. And this is, this is really me being very honest. Different people have different requirements for their, from their romantic relationships. Not everyone wants regular sex all the time. Not everyone even needs that sex to be good. Not everyone like that sex isn't everyone's priority. Yeah. Um, or it, not that it's I don't I don't mean like every day well, I wake up and I'm like okay how can I get sex today I, I mean yeah. <laughs> yeah I love the face no, that I you mean, just made you're like is that is true that how you, isn't that how you know? <laughs> um, no but you know what I mean it's not like if 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 a really good and sex life and an attraction and a flirtation and a passion is what you want from a relationship then obviously that's a red flag on the other hand that might not be a massive priority you might enjoy the companionship more you might enjoy the friendship more you might not be so you might be in an open relationship where it's okay if you have sex with someone else do you know what I mean there's there's so many there's a bit of gray area there however if the person is in a relationship and they want they they used to have passion and they want to have that sexual chemistry and sexual energy back that's a massive red flag if it's gone okay so after three years yeah, three years. Do you think though that sometimes relationships go through like peaks and troughs for that type of thing, or yeah. should it be pretty consistent? Because no, I do think there's yeah, peaks and troughs. Yeah, it could be. It, there could be some. Like, has anything happened lately? Yeah, hormonal what, changes, hormonal or changes, job changes, changes, or physical stresses yeah. in people's lives. Is yeah. there anything that's gone on? I suppose. Yeah. And what would you? What would your advice be if if the listener thinks there's something that's instigated this, or they can, you know, yeah should they sit down and ask their partner like how would you what advice would you give them to be like okay listen how do we get this how back do, on how track? do we how do we get this back on track well if it's gone and it's got it's never coming back like if it's gone long term and this has happened in a previous relationship of mine like we had a really good relationship but there was the the sex just dropped off completely and the the passion and the flirtation we didn't even it, there was no even like you know proper kissing or like touching each other or yeah. anything like that the intensity was just it was just gone off a cliff. And, yeah. and I was still I was still happy enough like but it was that was completely gone and like I I don't know I just if it is it, yeah peaks and troughs relationships do have peaks and troughs but but to have the, com- the, com- the passion to be completely gone and that sexual chemistry and sexual yeah. energy to be completely gone if it's gone 
sort of long term or if you look at your partner and you think yeah I love you but I don't want to rip your clothes off yeah that like that's it's not good no you know like your your romantic partner is is you know sexual fulfillment is important for a lot of people and I think you know if you look at your partner and you think you are so hot and I'm mad about you but I'm absolutely not in the mood for the ride because I'm having I yeah I feel I feel bloated or I feel like I'm having a really hard time at work and I'm working long hours and for two months I'm not going to want to have any sex or whatever it is if it is that's a peak in a trough like and then there's some times where you're like oh my god I have a week off let's bone for four days solid do you know what I mean yes like if it's a peak in a trough situation like that then it's not gone completely because you do have the urge at some point yeah and what I I think that's coming back to is good communication Mm. so being able to say to them yeah listen I'm going to be you know balls to the wall yeah for two months and work and This is probably this is not, not going to happen. happen. Yeah, and then book a weekend at the end of it, and yeah. let's go wild. But yeah, it's, or it's even about if even if you say to say to them like, you know, I like even if you say to them kind of retroactively, if you say to them, okay, look, for the last couple of months, I've just my sex drive has gone to the floor. Like I just have had no desire whatsoever. But bear with me because it's like it's just something I'm working through. Or you know, absolutely, that's totally fine. I get the impression though from her message yeah that it's kind of irretrievable like it's, it sounds it doesn't seems it? like it's gone gone yeah and if that's the case and if sexual fulfillment and a physical aspect of a relationship is important to her yeah then a conversation needs to be had yeah because that's not something that either person should have to live without if they want it and there's another question here actually that's based on that and it's yeah. directly at you but i suppose you could just give good, good advice here yeah how do you keep both sides happy with a, with your sex life in a marriage do you know what I mean so would is communication key oh like 100% and I think but keeping both sides happy is just about talking about it and, and being super honest like I mean super honest and I don't hold anything back from my husband and I presume vice versa obviously like I don't know what goes on inside his brain but as far as I'm concerned he's extremely honest with me at all times as I am with him yeah and that's what that's what keeps us on the same page. Like that's what keeps us both. All we have to be is aware of what the other person is is going through. Like you don't have to be on the same page as in you. Like because who in the world has the exact same amount of sex drive at the exact same time as their partner? Very yeah. few people. No. Very few. And so like, you know, there, there's weeks where you're just like, oh, I can't. I, for, I'm just over my period. I feel like shit. And I yeah, don't touch me. Don't look don't me. come near me. Like I feel like a bag Approach of potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, only come <laughs> over here with chocolate. Keep your dick yeah. in another room if you can. You know, there's that's times when be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's times when you when that's what you need from your partner. Look. But like and so what I'm saying is like sex drives often don't overlap. And, and sometimes you'll have a day where you're absolutely gagging for it. And they're like, oh, I'm wrecked or, you know, whatever. Um, I think for me, like trying to find the balance is literally just about open communication. And like sometimes, sometimes I'll just say to my husband, I'll just go like it'll be two o'clock in the afternoon and we'll be he'll say to me, do you want to go out for dinner tonight? And I'll go, no, because then we'll be real full. And I was thinking about maybe the ride tonight and he'll go, oh, yeah, good idea. And we'll move on and we'll talk about something else. But then later on, he'll be like, oh, hang on a second. We said we were going to have we're the going ride. To this. We're going to be know? good. Yeah. And we don't have to say, you we, we know, we, yeah. we can we can say, OK, we'll avoid the big meal so that the two of us aren't like, oh, we yeah. don't want to do this. And then we unspokenly will just have the ride then that night. And yeah. like, don't be afraid to say stuff like that to your to your partner, whether it's your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whatever it is. Say those things. Don't be like dancing around it. Like, don't expect it to happen like it happens in films where all of a sudden you look at each other across a dusky room or, you know, and you just all of a sudden are both like ripping it, each other's ripping clothes, clothes off. And, yeah. and like it's like in the kitchen and the counter isn't even cold and your arse doesn't get a fright of its life when your husband props you up against it. Do you know what I mean? Like those aren't practical things. True point. You know, so like don't expect it to happen that way. Um, And then I think, yeah, I don't, I, I, communication is definitely the only thing that keeps your sex life balanced from both sides, whether it's, um, yeah, if you're just seeing someone or if you're in a long-term relationship, I think 
communication is key and being really really honest and like look if you're with someone who you know I mean it might obviously I'm not prudish at all and neither is my husband because he couldn't be with me if he was but like if you're not that open with your partner and you're not you're, you couldn't really be like oh, I was thinking about maybe having the ride later if that wouldn't naturally occur in your day-to-day conversation there's other ways of communicating. Even if you want to like drop a text and be like... Flirty text. Do you know what I mean? A flirty text. Flirty pick. Or a flirty pick. People love a flirty pick. On it, you know, Snapchat's good good for that. Send it, it's gone <laughs> yeah. then. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Do you know? If you're in a committed relationship, you can send it. You, you can, can do it. whatever you love. Although I will say, whatever you put on the internet stays there forever. Well, forever. It does. Boom. <laughs> mic drop no don't drop don't the mics they're really expensive <laughs> okay go on okay did so I answer that okay I feel like did. I went we around kinda, we the absolute two, mixed, houses no no we mixed two questions there but okay. I think there's a like a plethora of information mm. available okay, okay so um, we've two kind of questions here okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them at the same time because they all kind of roll into one okay okay Have by the way you, I, can I just say like are you trying to get my job as host of private education because <laughs> you're doing far too well. Well, hang on. If, you, if anything happens to you in the tube, let's just say, listeners, don't be worried. Yeah. I can fill in. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, the reason Andrea is talking about the tube is because I'm going to London at the weekend, not because all of a sudden there's a tube in Dublin. <laughs> People are going to be listening and going, the, the tube? Why did I miss that? Yeah. Where's it come from? Okay, so okay. Yeah. have you ever been afraid to have sex with someone for the first time? Okay. Okay, and that's, then... That's, that's one person's question. That's one person's right. question, but it's also leading into another question that we have here. 23, plus size, low confidence, never had a BF or kiss before. How abnormal is this? So I suppose it's like if, it, you know, obviously with a new partner, have you ever been afraid to have sex for the first mm. time? Were you afraid to have sex the first time? And then what advice would you have for somebody that is in a predicament where they've never, never even been kissed before? She says here, how abnormal is this? Help at uh, 23. Okay, I'll, I'll take them. I'll take the, the one about the ride first. Yeah. So have I ever been afraid to have sex with someone new? No, I haven't. And I think that comes from, I think I can completely understand why people are. Like yeah. I can completely understand that. And I'm a bit of an anomaly because I don't, I don't drink and so I've never had uh, drunk sex and people are always like, how do you have sex though? How do you have sex with someone new without being absolutely hammered? Yeah. And because obviously being drunk lowers your inhibitions, makes you more confident and all those cool things. Um, I don't, like, I don't feel like, um, what I tell myself is, okay, obviously from now on, I'm never going to have sex with someone new because I've locked it down with the with the husband, right? Grant. But before him, having sex with someone new I would always be thinking to myself they want to have sex with me like they're here they're standing in front of me they're naked I'm naked it's all good yeah like there's not a lot here that's that's um it can only get it can only get better it can only be good mm-hmm. like they're if if I if you've gotten into the position with someone where you're about to have sex with them they're probably delighted about it absolutely like you might be feeling body issues. You might be like, look, I have body issues. Of course Who I do. Who doesn't have body issues? Everybody does. Yeah. Everybody does. Um, I have loads. Uh, I also am, um, you know, you'd be self-conscious of how much noise you're going to make or how little noise you're going to make yeah. or if you'll be able to have an orgasm. If you won't, if you'll be able to make them have an orgasm. If you there's there's a, an actual hundred million things you could be thinking about. Yeah. But the only thing I let myself think about is they really want to have sex with me and they're delighted about it and they like they're literally about to stick it in this is going to be fantastic for them yeah. regardless of what I do you know yeah. and also not to make yourself sound like an object but, no, like, but also and then you know what I mean? think about how much fun you're going to have as well yeah. do you know what I mean not not about that list no. that you could go through in and your the, head mentally the, the, yeah. more, the more the more you think about it the more you're, you're going to overthink it and then the, the, the like one thing that I always say is like for especially for women the more in your head you are about the ride and the result of the ride and getting the orgasm and all that kind of stuff the less fun it's going to be and the less likely you are to have it yeah right yeah so like everybody's guilty of overthinking things but just always bear in mind if there's a person standing there and they're wanting to have sex with you and they're willing to have sex with you and you've chatted to them or you've dated them or even if it's just like a one night thing or whatever the situation is. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Like, you don't actually have to do anything else to impress. You've you've got that. Like, you've, yeah. you've done it. And everybody, and also, bear in mind that, you know, like, they're nervous as well. Probably. Absolutely. They're probably thinking, this is my first time with this girl. I want to be like, a, you know, I want to be a fireball like I want to give her my best work and I want to whatever way it is um so bear in mind they're probably nervous too you are a bombshell and you're gonna you have a great time yeah and yeah just kind of if you can shut off all the negative thoughts across your mind very difficult I know yeah but try and block that out and just embrace the fact that we're out. There's, good there's two of you in it. Yeah. Yeah. There's two of you in it. And nothing can go that badly wrong. And if something does go that badly wrong, it won't be the first time. You can just ghost them. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I can't believe no. I agreed with that. No. No, but let's You're be like, honest. Yeah. Oh, no. Hang oh, on. Oh, no. Hang on. No. no, but yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, if, if something horrific happens, yeah. Like, it probably won't. Do you Look, know what I mean? I've heard stories where horrific things have happened to people on mm. in the in maybe the first maybe the first sexual encounter mm. or on a first date people losing the absolute control of themselves and Ooh. then I think that's either make or break yeah it's either gas this is how we met story yeah this is what happened this time yeah, story yeah yeah yeah, yeah. or I was you know say tell the grandkids but do not tell your don't grandkids tell, no about your mad saucy twenty two year old life I mean that's avoidable <laughs> advisably avoidable but yeah um okay so did I answer that one okay that one's really good yeah okay. Jesus. So 23 plus size, low confidence, never had a boyfriend or even kissed before. How abnormal is this? Help. Okay. It's abnormal in no way. No. In no way. And it's nothing to be worried about. It's nothing to be self-conscious about. I I find it interesting that, is it a girl that uh, asked the question? Tis. Yeah. I find it interesting that she mentioned that she's plus size yeah I don't I that's not a concern that shouldn't be a concern for her no and she followed it up with but I do low confidence low confidence low confidence so, yeah yeah plus size your body is your body yeah and you know it's beautiful and like that shouldn't you know that shouldn't that's not a reason why you know you haven't yeah. had sex or you haven't been kissed or anything like that yeah. that's nothing your low confidence is probably more to do with it than anything that is aesthetic about you mm-hmm. so I my advice for that for uh, for her would be, I mean she's twenty three. Yeah. Lots of people haven't had sex when they're twenty three. Yeah, it's there's such a, a scale. Like people, some people have sex when they're thirteen. Some people have sex when they're forty three. It's not a big deal. No, and I mean, isn't it great that she's gotten to this far and been like, no, do you know what? I want this to be like meaningful. I'm sure she's had. I'm sure there's been people that she could have had sex with. Yeah, you know over the years but I like that she's kind of said no you know I want to have sex with someone that you know matters and that I I wanted to have sex with and she's making about her choice um and the having never been kissed that's not a big deal either no because my first kiss was in the Gale talked with someone called Jonathan and it was disgusting Mm, so like when you're young that's no one get, like kissing good. is not a no. no you know what I mean yeah like I, I'll say just from personal experience yeah. I went to an all-girls school yeah. had very little exposure to, to men mm. in general as I was growing up and it was like a Catholic all-girls school do you know what I mean so they were, they were yeah. like the were devil nuns. the absolute keep them on the other side of the fence yeah. and I was a lot later getting to all this kind of thing yeah. and yeah in, you're kind of in your head you know what I mean you're a bit like oh my god oh my god mm. but look happens when it happens yeah and, and it's you easier said than done when you're on the other side of it but it happens when it happens and you don't have to tell anybody you like no. I mean as in if you find someone that you're attracted to and that's attracted to you and they you, you you want to date them and you want to have sex with them you don't need to be like 
I've never kissed anyone and you don't need to tell them I've never had sex. That's not something that you have to divulge if you don't want to. Obviously, if you get into a romantic situation with someone and you're very open and you're confident with them or whatever and you want to be like, look, this is my first time. The likelihood is if you've gotten to that stage, then they're going to be open to that and they're going to be like, okay, we'll take it slow. We'll be careful. We'll, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Um, Likewise, I would say that no matter what age you are, your first time isn't the big deal that people build it up to be. No. Um, People have the, like they, it's almost like it's on a pedestal and your first time has to be this big charade. Like it doesn't. It's just sex. Yeah. It's just a hole in your body. Is that, that's awful, I know, but like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, And I mean, if you're waiting for somebody that you love and you want that romance, then yeah, I understand why you'll build build that up to be that in your head. But it It doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And And also, it's not abnormal at all. Like, it's easy to think when you're looking online and you're seeing all these things and people are apparently riding rings around themselves and whatever that you're the only one that hasn't kissed someone that you're the only one that hasn't had sex with someone that's absolutely not the case the case is people just aren't talking about it when they haven't because for whatever reason society has told us that if you're beyond I don't know 18 or 19 you haven't had sex that there's something unusual there so I can understand for sure why she thinks that might be abnormal as she says in, in her message but it really isn't and trust me when I say there are tons of people out there in the exact same situation as you just not talking about it maybe necessarily and so just go live your life and if you find someone you want to have the ride with do it and if you don't don't do it it's not a big deal however get to know yourself alone get some you know get on Pornhub and start masturbating like your life depends on it it's great fun and you don't need any partner for that absolutely right yeah so like look you probably have had sex if you're doing any that sort of thing Self-sex. Self-sex. Still sex. Still sex. <laughs> and also, um, if you wanted to, you can order sex toys online. You don't have to go into shops anymore, which is a fantastic bonus yeah. for everyone. Um, if you wanted to get like a dildo or a vibrator or something like that and like fake, it, fake it till you, till you get, get a real one. Well, fake it till you make it and then know exactly what you want. So when you do meet that right person, you'll be able to be like, okay, well, I know my body. Let's hey, do this. This is exactly this what I like. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Bring it to the table. Okay. Um, 37. I've only had five or six orgasms in my life, but no regular sex. Sorry, but regular sex, just no orgasms. So okay. five or six orgasms, 37, regular sex. It's just not happening. Okay. I'd love to know if this person is in a relationship or not. I can't tell you that. <laughs> Although if she's saying she's regular sex, yeah. is it a girl again? Yes, Sorry. it is. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. Okay, so if it's a girl and she's not, she's having regular sex, will will we assume for the purposes of this answer that she's in a relationship? Yeah, I think maybe. Yeah, she's saying she yeah. has regular sex. Okay, and she's thirty seven, and she's had five or six orgasms in her life. Well, let's just put it this way: yeah. she's having regular sex anyway. So mm-hmm. if, even if it's even not if with it's the same a, person, yeah, it's it not as if it's a, if it's like a once off kind of a thing. True, but yeah. I think it just ca- it just matters because if you're in a relationship. And you're not having regular orgasms. That's something that you can sit down and talk to your partner about and maybe try and work out from a couple's perspective. Whereas if she's having sex with different people, then it's not something that she might feel comfortable talking to her partner about. Do you get me? Okay. So what I'm thinking is, I, I, I feel like if she's had five or six, it's probably not a physical problem. So she's probably able to orgasm. Um, may Obviously not very easily, which is totally fine. Yeah. It trusts me. It does not come easy to anyone. It doesn't. It's no. not an easy thing to do. It is, f- I don't, okay, sweeping generalization time. We should ring a bell when I make sweeping I generalizations. <laughs> I want a bell. Yeah. But um, for guys, it's kind of a mechanical thing. You know, yeah. they, if they if they play with it for long enough, eventually they'll have one. It's not, um, you know, if if they, they physically don't have any problems, orgasm, like having an orgasm, if they play with it for long enough, it'll happen. Yeah. For us, it's not the same thing, I don't think. And again, I'm ringing my generalization bell here. Okay. But for for girls, it's as though you have to you have to be in the right mindset. You have to, you know, for me anyway, I have to not be t- too stressed. I have to be kind of relaxed. I have to not be thinking about too much else. I have to feel kind of body confident. I have to be feeling, I have to have the horn. Like, that's important. Yeah. Um. You have to have a bit of time. You can't have too many distractions. There has to be a lot going on for it to happen. 
So for her, if it's not happening regularly, maybe the environment isn't right. Maybe her mindset isn't right. Yeah. And of course, there's an element of maybe the other person doesn't know what to to, to do yeah. for her. Having said that, um, is she, I, I would love to know if she's if she's masturbating because if she is and she's still not orgasming, then it might not be to do with the other person. It might be just... Like a, like she's, yeah. Okay. Like kind of almost psychological, like, you know, she's thought about it so so much and th- thinks about she's it so block. much that it's a mental block. Okay. Um. So I think... But additionally, if she's not masturbating herself, she might not know exactly what happened those five or six times that made it happen. Like yeah. exactly, yeah, you know, yeah, true. Some people, some people that happens for different reasons, whether yeah. it's inside, whether it's outside, you know what I mean? Like circumstances have to be yeah correct yeah do you know what I mean yeah. you have to have perfect wind conditions that yeah. day for things yeah. to be <laughs> and like it could be there could be a lot going on like as in maybe the sex that she's having maybe her partner is just like I don't know maybe they find it really easy to come and they they come and they don't really spend enough time warming her up or you know like yeah it, I'm not I'm not trying to say that her partner is really selfish in bed but he or she could just be you know a bit self-focused self-involved yeah. is that mean of me to well say? no it's true it could be and if there if if it isn't a long-term relationship and it is just regular sex that could be what she's coming up against as an issue because it's, yeah she's not able to sit down with someone and say hey listen i'm all for you having a great time yeah, yeah, but yeah. can we just make sure that we're both having a great time i'd also be interested to know if she's faking it because Ooh, yeah that happens a lot as well and then that's nobody's the other person isn't to know exactly they're like you're having we're, everyone's, we're having, everyone's a ball. having a whale of a time yeah now if she's having sex regularly and not having an orgasm and not faking it which by the way i don't judge anyone for, for faking, faking it. it i do not make any judgments nope. because we have all done it like hmm. hand okay straw poll scouts included hands up if you've ever faked an orgasm everybody's hands in this room are, is up. I'm not going to tell you how many people that is, but it's a lot of hands. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's three. But look, here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah, everyone has done it. It's, there's no shame because I understand the reason behind it is you want your partner to think you're having an absolute ball and yeah. you don't want them to think that they haven't succeeded. I know how that feels. It's absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. You don't want your partner to think that they're not pleasing you. But at the same time, if they're not, it's it's unfair to you and to them yeah. to not let them know. They think they're an absolute rock star. Yeah. And, and yeah. And look, you don't have to be like, yeah, I didn't come that time. You're shit. Yeah, you can, you no. can say, I, do, I like, do you know what? It's probably not going to happen. It's totally me. I'm really tired or my body's just not playing ball or what? I, like, I, I'm I'm not feeling, I, I, I'm not wet enough. What I, like, there's yeah. so many reasons that you might not have one and not all of them are to do with your partner. So um, if you're faking it, I would say if you want to maybe gently start phasing that out. <laughs> okay, so look, think of it this way. If you're having sex twice a week, right? Fake it once a week and then and then don't the other time and just finish up. And then afterwards, if there's any questions, just be like, yeah, look, I just wasn't feeling it for some reason. And then the week after, don't fake it at all. And then be like, look, we like maybe we should change up what we're doing here because yeah. I used to be coming all the time, all the time. and I'm not anymore Screaming and that's weird yeah. so that could open the lines of communication yeah that's that might not be a bad change do you know what I mean yeah and if there's no faking going on and you're having regular sex and it's with a committed partner my massive question here is why the fuck hasn't your partner done anything about this, this problem yeah because if they're riding away knowing like the clappers knowing that you're not having orgasms regularly yeah that's partially their problem well as much it's a two it's a it's, it's a, a two-man two job like it's a two-man job it is yeah absolutely and i yeah. think it's coming back to communication as well do you know yeah. and i think that's something in all relationships yeah every aspect of your relationship is needed c- communication is key yeah. corny as that sounds it is it is corny but it's d- true you don't have to be like midway through Whip out the, as we said no, whip you out the PowerPoint to, yeah you don't have to get a survey out at the no, end and be like so a, yeah. how was the rhythm for you there survey like, you monkey after you have sex imagine <laughs> here's my survey monkey link <laughs> yeah. if you could please just fill out like <laughs> do you know what I mean no, no nobody does that but you do have to chat and it's not like you don't have to like get go to couples therapy and learn how to communicate all it takes is drop them a text or sit down and have a chat afterwards like you know the next time you're watching Netflix and there's a movie on there's a sex scene be like oh my god we should totally try that the next time you have the right yeah. and then leave it there you don't have to be like and you don't have to turn into some absolute 
dirty talking crazy nymph either no you know no, there I mean? are ways there are ways but it's yeah. just important to do it it's important to keep that communication going mm-hmm. whatever form that takes yeah. I think because it's it's like and you if, said if you're in a relationship where the communication hasn't already been opened just introduce it gently yeah like, like really you gently. said yeah what would if if you phase out that fake, faking yeah it, it's gonna spark some type of conversation mm-hmm. you would hope anyway mm-hmm. but yeah um, yeah you would hope and if your partner again, isn't attentive back to, to that, it, then well, that's a big, that's a big deal. If your partner's just That's a different like, type of red flag. Da, 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 just riding away and they don't care what's going on in your body, then that's, that's, that's a, a, an issue. Um, but you not being able to orgasm is not an issue. As in, it's obviously an issue for you in terms of everyone loves orgasms. They're fantastic. Yeah. But it's not a, like, it's not a problem. It doesn't sound like it's a physical problem. Yeah. Um, and it's it could be a mental block. Yeah. And actually, that's something that's come up a couple of times here. Just talking about, there's a couple of questions. Do you ever feel embarrassed talking to your other half about sex, what you like? You've been asked, how do you keep the, the sex, your sex life, the spice in it alive, you right. know? Okay. Um, well, that's, yeah. Example, sexual, sexual fantasies, how do you deal with it? So, like, that seems to be an, like, over the questions that, you, that, that have come in, that's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, like, I think... Well, God, like keeping the spice alive in your marriage or in your long-term relationship or whatever. Yeah. That is um, tricky. Like mm-hmm. it is tricky because you get into a routine and you get in, you get to know each other. It's almost like you get to know each other so well that you're like, I know exactly what's going to work on you and <laughs> I can do it in three and a half minutes. <laughs> like, do you on know this what? break. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Back almost, to the bake-off. <laughs> it almost is like, yeah. do you know, you almost get to a point where you're like, you know each other so well that you don't have to you don't have to change anything you can yeah. just do exactly what you do um and if you're happy with that then great like there's I know so many couples and all they do is like once a week missionary for five minutes both of them come they both go sleep bish bash bosh and that's wonderful like then there's other couples that are like actual swinging from chandeliers booking each other hotel stays you know buying lingerie like doing all the the fancy stuff to keep the spice alive I think myself my husband fall somewhere in the middle there I would yeah. imagine and I think um, a lot of people do do yeah. you know what I mean yeah but like I, I suppose I'm only two years married and I'm well how many years back with him four I think so years back with him and so I don't think the spice has gone anywhere yet no Come back to me in 10 years, though. This would be a good question to ask me in 10 in years. In 10 years' time. What was a follow-up the, podcast. Yeah, um, what was the other question, or the part A of that question? Do you feel embarrassed talking with your other half about what you like in bunnies? Uh, yeah, I do sometimes. Um, and and that's coming from someone who's very open about talking about sex. So I can completely appreciate how difficult it is for yeah. someone who's not terribly open about sex. Um and I'm like uh, following on from that as exam- example sexual fantasy- fantasies how do you deal with it do you know what I mean so like yeah. it is that it's saying what you like and what you'd like to try and yeah. yeah I think a really good a really good time or a really good way to introduce that sort of thing is like I said oftentimes what what has happened to me in the past is something will be on telly or there'll be a sex scene or there'll be um yeah like a I don't know something in a film and it'll go you'll go You'll both be watching it and you'll say, instead of it being so awkward and just being like, oh, I wish the sex scene would end. Like, say to your partner, what do you think of that now? And make it, like, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be serious. You can make fun of yourselves. You can laugh. And in actual fact, I think laughter needs to happen more during sex. And I don't mean that in a bad way. (laughs) But I mean like, not as someone. Together, together at what's yeah. going on like, yeah, yeah 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 like if you if someone said like I remember a friend of mine once told me sorry this is so, so funny and I hope I'm able to say it without laughing a friend of mine once told me that during a passionate encounter mm-hmm. with her boyfriend her boyfriend said I want you now so this is a, a girl and a guy yeah and the boyfriend said I want you <laughs> to put your dick in my ass <laughs> <laughs> and the girl was like what <laughs> and they stopped and laughed and he was like I said the wrong thing I meant my dick and so these things happened right yeah they laughed they had an app they fell around the place laughing and and continued having the ride a few minutes later yeah and you know th- so those those moments 
or if you make a funny if a funny noise happens or if someone gets a cramp I get cramps in my hips the whole time and you just have to go cramp 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 yeah. and take a pause and stretch your legs out do yeah. a couple of hip everyone flexor gets a, exercises everyone gets a time out yeah. everyone gets a time out and go back to it and like so it again I think films and, and TV shows have a lot to answer for in terms of the way we perceive what sex should look like and, and likewise with porn like everything goes flawlessly and and someone's tights come off without getting a ladder and they come off real sexy and say, they, you don't have to yank them down you and haven't been like punched yourself in the face trying yeah. to get them off do you know yeah. elbow getting a pu- I've, I've often pulled muscles in my shoulders trying to get my socks off do you know and the, so like <laughs> things don't happen that way so no. forgive yourself for any awkwardness and everybody feels that way mm-hmm. and your partner like if you suddenly rock home and are like I think we should have a threesome this weekend. I've made a list of potential candidates. What you're like, no, you don't, that doesn't, like, you don't have to come home and be like super serious and introduce these things as if you're like that with a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Or arrive over dinner, table discussion. This is what I've been thinking about this week. No, like it can, yeah, it can be very much like slide it into any old conversation. Mm. And you'll do it once and the response you'll get will be so positive that you'll feel better about doing it again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it will There's lead, no... it'll open a new line of communication that totally. you'll build on. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you gently, like, start really small. So start with a bit of flirty chat during the day with your partner. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be anything. You don't have to offer to put a dick anywhere. No. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just, yeah. just say, like, I don't know some kind of some flirt like whether that's a picture or even just um, do you know it's a good one send them a message saying that you're thinking about a previous time that you had sex oh that is a good one so like message them and be like I don't know why it came into my mind but I was just thinking about the last time we went to wherever on holiday and remember that time we came home from the beach and did the whatever like do you know what I mean and details and it it can be a vague description and you can even say you know because not everyone's comfortable being like and then remember you bent me over and you put your finger in the the, like it doesn't have to be that you can just say remember that time on the beach or remember that time in this place or remember three weeks ago when I woke you up at 3am and you had a boner and I you know what I mean probably the less detail the better because the other person's mind will race totally so you can sauce it up gently like a little bit of sauce and then your partner will be like okay we're doing sauce now yeah (laughs) do you know and then order the sauce yeah Yeah. (laughs) piece by piece by piece things can get saucier yeah Um, and like, like I said everyone feels awkward about this sort of stuff mm-hmm. there is not a person alive okay there, there are definitely loads of people alive who don't but like the vast majority of people are a bit cringy about that sort of thing yeah so introduce it gently talk about a memory talk about okay talk about a memory with that person don't talk about a memory with anybody Whoa. else don't and be like if you're not I sure remember one don't time, bring it up yeah <laughs> i remember one time i had this amazing sex with this guy when i was no mm. just a memory or even say something like i don't know um I didn't like say something like I can't wait to get home I've had a horn on me all day <laughs> yes because then that just leaves that's ambiguous yeah that's like it's open it's what's going to happen when she gets home yeah oh my god what's this about you know yeah and you don't actually have to say anything saucy no all you have to do is give a hint and the tension is there for both of you when you rock into the house absolutely what is going to happen yeah. exactly okay that's that's fun and exciting okay th- <laughs> thank you doctor <laughs> <laughs> Not that type of doctor, but okay. Um, You're a bit as useless as Ross with his fossil brush on an airplane. Probs. Well, um, okay, so this is another question asking for advice. My dad is 63, has recently started seeing a 27-year-old. I'm 30. I don't know how to deal. Uh, I'm 31. My dad is 58. So if he started dating a 27-year-old, I... I would not be impressed. No. I haven't thought this through, so I don't know if this answer is PC, but I would not be impressed. There's a couple of things. First of all, my dad should still be dating my mum. Yeah. <laughs> I, presu- I presume yeah. her, I, I'm, I'm hoping her parents are separated. Because Jesus Christ, if they aren't. <laughs> yeah, that's an awful, that's an awful he- heavy burden that you're carrying he- on that info. Burden, yeah. yeah. Uh, I presume her parents are separated. And if so, or separated, or I don't know, whatever the situation is, if the dating the 27 year old is all above board in terms of the relationship grant uh what the where the problem would lie for me is 
it just it's just a bit icky mm-hmm. is that no I understand I mean? because if the person is younger than you it just feels I can imagine it feels strange and like your dad is yeah. dating someone who could be their child literally could be that is like it's it's, it creeps me out but then okay uh, the other issue I have is and I have this issue the other way around so if there's an older woman dating a younger man you're kind of stealing from the wrong dating pool hmm. like <laughs> excellent 63 year old men need to get okay with dating 63 year old women and actually that's something that I've heard people talk about on social media um who recently have I seen speaking about this that there are no like the men that are her age are was that Alex we talked about I talked about that a little bit with Alex that was with Alex they are they're not they're not they haven't got her as a her age range as a preference on profiles so she doesn't see men her age yeah but this is this is the thing why can't a 63 year old old man be happy dating a 63 year old woman yeah and also right that's that's a big generation gap so like the things that you like at 63 and this is this is might sound ages, but like mm. sixty two year old man probably playing golf a couple of times a week. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, is a twenty seven year old? Oh, that's, that's, that, the that? that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Do you like the same music? There's like, there's no. What do they have in common other than yeah. boning? Absolutely. Like, if he tries and to get on that sofa swing, he might break. A, he genuinely might break, break a, a hip. hip. No, that's okay. That look, that's mean to sixty three year olds. They some of them have great hips. But look, what I want to say is, <laughs> I think, like. Is it's just a bit weird that a sixty-three-year-old like is the twenty-seven-year-old having a blazing sex life with a sixty-three-year-old? Yeah, there's all those questions. You just it, wonder. You know what I mean? Like, there's definitely a difference between a twenty-seven-year-old dick and a sixty-three-year-old dick, and I don't. Science will tell you that. Like, that's not just opinion. Actually, I've never seen a sixty-three-year-old one, so I don't know. But do you know what I mean? It's science. Yeah. No, absolutely. Okay, so. <laughs> um, Last, I suppose, last question here now because we're coming to the end of them and also we're racking up to an hour and I am not you, but I'm keeping time. Yeah. Oh, How yeah, good am I, I doing? I wasn't keeping time. Um, so, and we're holding Cassie and Scout up. Yeah. Last question here. Personal, but here we go. Yeah. Do you and your husband hope to have babies? Okay, this is one I saw and this I get a lot and I always get when I put up a question box, someone always says, are you pregnant yet? Yeah, okay. And I'm like, what? In what world is it okay? Like, in what world is it okay to ask someone about whether they want to have children, whether they are pregnant? Well, you know, it's like when I get the question, the are you pregnant question, Um, it's almost like the person is saying, are you going to conform to the way I see society going? Yeah. In my mind. So like in, so I got married two years ago, yesterday. Hey. Oh, happy and, anniversary. Thanks. And so everyone around me seems to think that I should be knocked up by now yeah like there's a, like there's an actual like there's some kind step of step by step guide yeah, to what you do next to what you do so when then you do this then you do this then you have a baby blah 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 blah, blah. Um, no matter what you assume someone wants to do think someone wants to do asking about having a baby asking them are they pregnant are they trying do they hope to have kids I just think be careful with that because you don't ever know what someone's situation is. First of all, someone might not want to have children at all and they might not necessarily want to vocalise that because it might not go down well in certain circles or, yeah. you know, they might not want to... Because that's a completely personal thing, let's not forget. Yeah. Becoming a parent is a massive, massive life-changing thing. So not everyone wants to do that. Yeah. And and it can be frowned upon if you don't in some uh, ways. Then the other thing is, you like um, Will and Joanne, they went through fertility... Um, cycles for a couple of years you don't know if they're you know if that's making them you know if like pressure on pressure on if if it's make gonna make them upset etc and the same like I don't like you never know if like I could be trying and failing to have kid or whatever that is yeah or I maybe I'm pregnant and I just don't want to announce it to everyone there's so many reasons not to ask that question Mm -hmm. and while I understand it comes from a nice place from people uh, I just I would always think twice before I question anybody on their baby making uh, plans so that's the end Great. <laughs> that's the quickest I've ever <laughs> answered that question uh, there's a lot more I could say but I just think in general if you are if that question is about to come out of your fingertips in a message or if it's about to come out of your mouth just take a pause and think 
what that person's situation could potentially be. Absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. Are we wrapping up? We are I'll wrapping wrap up. up. Oh, sorry, I'll take the take I'll it back. Take, take it here. back. Too much pressure. Um, thanks so much, everybody, for listening, as always. Um, and yeah, this this Friday I will be um, at London Fashion Week, but I will still be watching the reviews on Apple, <laughs> on iTunes, um, on the podcast app. So uh, if you're interested in giving us one, we would really appreciate it and thanks so much for listening as always Um, stay safe have fun and talk to you next week Bye. bye A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.